0: And you're sitting here for good. Satan knows his time is short and he's not resting. Satan knows his time is short. He's not sleeping. Satan knows his time is short. He's running around with a vengeance to destroy God's people. And God's people are sleeping. God's people are caught up with the cares of the world. Just like how it was in the days of Noah where they're all into let me see shopping and marrying and going here and working and money and building and cooking and everything has its place we'll all need to go to the store to get groceries we will all need to get go to the store to get clothing and we we'll all need to go you know to whatever we need to do but If that becomes something that occupies your mind, occupies your time, you're on the wrong road. If that is something that can take you down, your heart is not right. You've given yourself over to the cares of the world. The cares of the world, Jesus said, and the deceitfulness of riches. And take a person out of the fold of God. And at that point, they're no longer planted there. They're going to die spiritually. God is speaking to our hearts today. Do you know that your time is measured? Do you know that your life is measured? Do you know that your minutes and your seconds are measured? Do you know that? I hope you do. Do you know that? That this world is not your home? I hope you do. Do you know that the people around you, all of them who are around you, that you try to impress and try to live for, are not going to be there for you? Do you know that? All that you try so hard to get the approval from men. Do you know? That all those people won't be there with you? Do you know that your life on earth matters? Because that's going to determine where you're going to live when your time runs out. Do you know that there is a timer that's set for you? Do you know that? I hope you do you must understand that which god has for you you must understand that which god has for you if you don't understand then you're going to be like the foolish man he spent his time what did he spend his time on building he was building too just like the wise man he was building too. He says, I'm building too. What was he building? A structure that was going to collapse. What was he spending his time on? Something that will not last. What was he doing with his time, with his resources? He thought that he was building something that was going to last, but when the winds came, When the waves came, when the storm came and beat upon that house, that house did not last. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. May you understand the time limit that is there. May you understand the timer that has been set. With the time that has been given, what are you going to do? And people who have taken exams, you know, may have a three-hour time limit that's been given to you to finish your exams. If you don't finish your exams during that time, if you say, that. Well, I studied all night, now I'm sleepy, and you just you know fall asleep, and then you get up when it's 15 minutes before you need to hand over your answer sheet you just try to do everything and you know that you know the answers for everything but you just don't have the time what's the point what's the point in studying all night what's the point in even knowing the answers if you can't get it in the answer sheet you'd only finish 10% of that you know this is just like the five foolish virgins who got up, who wanted to go, they knew they needed oil, but they did not have that extra oil. Don't fall into that category. God is speaking of hour. Don't fall into that category. Whatever God has given to you, make sure you make full use of it. Full use of it. Because before you know, the time will be over. We have time for everything. In this world, we have time for everything. This world runs by time. There's measurements for everything. Everything. From food to clothing to everything, you have measurements. There's time also for everything. Have you ever thought that your breath has been measured? Your heartbeat has been measured? Your days have been numbered? And if that's the time that has been given... What am I doing within the time? Have you thought about it? What am I doing within the time that I've been given? Am I making use of this time? Because when it comes to the end, if I think at that point, I will just somehow get up and try to run to the finish line. It will not happen. It will not happen. And so the Bible says, today is a day of repentance. Today is a day where you understand the seriousness of life. If we live like the rest of the world, there's no knowledge of what is actually happening. We are worse than they are because they don't know and we know. See, if you know everything, it's like the person who gets up and says, oh, I know the answer. I know this, this I know, this I know, this I know, this I know. It's like the math problems. You go and sit and you see, oh, this is easy. This is easy. This is, oh, this is all, they're all easy. But you don't have the time to calculate and choose the right answer. What a tragedy. What a tragedy. What is the point in knowing everything A to Z, cover to cover? But if you don't apply, if you don't calculate, if you don't make use of the time, you have in front of you. When the timer runs out, when time runs out and the timer goes off, at that point, those who did the job will be able to give the answer sheet knowing that they did everything. They finished everything. They checked everything. They gave it. They walked out knowing that they're going to get 100. They're not worried about anything. You know why? They did their Homework properly. They were not just sitting through the night and doing last minute stuff. They prepared ahead of time. They slept when they should have slept, and they came prepared. They brought everything. They paid attention. They made use of the time. They finished everything. These are confident people. You know why? They prepared themselves. They made use of the time that was given to them. God is speaking to us today. This is. The law that is there in this world. This world operates by. The law. Pertaining to the time. Pertaining to seasons. It operates. By the seasonal law. Law of time. We need to be people. Who understand. If. This is true. Which is true. It is true. You don't want to be like a person. Suddenly you're saying, oh, I don't know that. Well, you know that. Before you went to examination hall, you know that it's a three hour limit. It's not like you sit over here for three days. Whenever you want to finish it, then as long as you finish the answers and no, 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 you have a three hour limit. You have a time limit. No, what has been given to you. Everybody has to go one day. I have to go one day. You have to go one day. We all have to go one day. I look forward to going because I know where I'm going. I look forward to going because I do my homework. I do my classwork. I do whatever work I need to do. Do you? Are doing what you should do? If the call comes for you earlier, which is your time limit, do you know that you're prepared? Do you know that you can actually hand in your answer sheet and get up and go? And when the grade comes, it'll be well done. To be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord. That is for those who did the job. The five wise virgins. To be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord. Because those are the people who are present with God on earth. But if you're not present with Him, if you are living for the meat that perishes today, if you're living for today what do you think is going to happen when your time is over think about it those who go to examination hall they say I studied, I know everything nobody needs to tell me anything and I have the answer paper three hours is a lot of time for me and I'm just going to sit down and I'm just going to be biting my fingernails and I'm going to be daydreaming and I'm going to be doing my own thing here And then think that two hours, three hours is too long. I know all of these things. One hour is enough for me. Just last one hour, I'll work. I just want to relax. They're just looking at the person who is there in the examination hall and looking at all the students who are writing and thinking that these people are just anxious. Look at me. I'm not anxious. I'm calm because I have prepared myself. Three hours is not necessary. Last one hour out. Do you think it'll work that way? That three hours is given because they know that three hours is needed, that sufficient time is needed for you to do everything and check your work before you hand it. Don't take this life for granted. Don't take the word of God for granted. Don't take the warnings from God for granted. Don't take the time that God has given to you for granted. Every day is a day that you should prepare for the great day. I want to say it one more time. Every day is a day that you should prepare for the great day. Are you preparing for the great day? You answer that question. As you've been hearing the word of God all this time. I want you to go to this text. We're just going to read this briefly. I want to give this scripture portion. And we will. See how the Lord will. Conclude tonight. good jesus Matthew chapter 7 and i will read from verse 24 Matthew chapter 7 mm-hmm. from verse 24 onwards Therefore whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them. I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. When the rain descended, the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. I'm going to read verse 24 again. Please turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 7, if you don't have your Bibles with you, uh, you can look it up on your phone, but I really want you to read along, I'm reading from the New King James Version. Matthew chapter 7, and I'll read from verse 24 onwards. Therefore, whoever hears these things of mine, I'll underline the words here, sayings of mine, the word of God that which proceeds from the mouth of God, whoever really takes that seriously and does them. So it's not about hearing man's word. It's not about hearing man-made rules and regulations. But if it comes from God, you must obey. If it comes from God, then you must make sure you listen to it and you do it. Therefore, Whoever hears these things of mine and does them, who will liken the Lord Jesus Christ? He's equating that person to this. And what is this? A wise man was not wasting his time. A wise man was not wasting his resources. A wise man will not waste his time. A wise man will not waste his resources. So people can call themselves wise. Oh, I have the wisdom of man. I have the wisdom of God and I know how to do these things. And, and many times, if you look at it, the actions will be far from the words. If we are truly wise before God, before God is the key where he sees us wise, then we will be people who will hear his word and obey do it. Hear God's word and obey. And Jesus said, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. Now think about this. Building a house on the rock is not a child's play. It's hard work. It takes time. It takes planning. It takes effort. It takes money. It takes everything. You have to keep at it. You have to work at it. And God says. This man is a diligent man. This wise man is a diligent man. Because he chose the right place. To lay his foundation. I said about this before. Building the house on a rock. Needs a whole. A lot of different materials. As opposed to building on the sand. Very strong materials. He didn't just build on the rock. With some flimsy materials. He obviously used high quality materials. That's why. The house did not fall. Do you want your house to stand? Now people. When things happen. They just shake so easily. They say that I won't shake and I will not be shaken, this and that, but uh, so soon they are like close to withering away. That is, speaking to our hearts today. Rock is important that upon the rock how you build what you use to build is also important. If you Take the word that God has given. Jesus said it in a very nice way, in a very simple and a short way. Rock is Christ, the word. Building on the rock is obeying the word. The materials that you use and you build, that means you take the word. That means you take the truth. You're not building with lies. That's the sand. But the rock is the truth, the word of God. It's not just standing on the rock. You're building the house on the rock. Because if you're just standing on the rock, you expose yourself to all kinds of attacks. You need a house. And that house has to be built on the word of God. Your Christian life has to be built on the word of God. The word is the rock. But if you don't apply it, there's no house. The structure will not come up. The more you apply your building, the more and more and more you obey God's word the more your house is being built. On the rock, and the rock is the word. So it's a two-person effort. The place where you need to build a house is important, and then the house itself, how you build it, the materials that you use, the materials that you use to build a house is very important. This wise man, Jesus says, the person who Takes the word of God, hears it, that's the rock, and does it. That's the construction. It's like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And after that, the enemy tried all kinds of things. But you know what? It could not make a dent on that house. The rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. Good solid construction was built on the rock. The word is important. Hearing is important. Doing is even more important. If you don't have the right words to obey, you'll be like the foolish man Well, built his house on the sand. False doctrine. He built his house on the sand. Lies. He also built. It also looked like he was very diligent. Every day he was building. He also had materials. You can say that you have nice materials, but if your foundation is false, if you're in a place where the foundation is faulty, If the soil itself is sinking soil, which equals lies, then your time is wasted. Your money is wasted. The construction itself is wasted because the rain will come. The floods will come. The winds will blow. It will beat on that house. And you know how it fell? The loud noise. Great was its fall. God is speaking to our hearts today. What you do with your time. What you do with your resources. What you do with your life. If you choose wisely every day. If you choose wisely every day. What you do with your time. What you do with what God has given into your hands. Your body. Everything. when that clock strikes when the alarm goes off at that time you will be likened to a wise man because your construction stood in the midst of all these things your construction stood God is speaking to our hearts today no matter what happens, you must be someone who is wise, who'll use the time wisely and build that which is of worth on the truth. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world He loses his soul. What shall it profit? How is that going to gain him? Because the net worth is zero. Whatever he tried to build. Looked very nice. But when the rain came. When the floods came. Think about it. Building on the sand. The whole thing goes down. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Wasting your time equals wasting your life. Wasting your time equals wasting your life. Don't waste your time on worthless things. Whatever you're doing, whether it's spiritual things or earthly things, make sure that you're doing it according to the will of God. Don't be a Martha, be a Mary. Make sure what you're doing is in the will of God if you're not doing according to the will of God, know this, the calculations will be zero. The calculations will be zero. You cannot take Canadian coins and Australian coins and, you know, Indian coins and, and their currency and and go to the stores over here and say, well, money is money, isn't it? And so I want to buy this. Will it work? No. It won't. If you need to be a citizen of heaven and have a, a proper home in heaven and be where you need to be, don't be a cheapo. I'll say it again, don't be a cheapo. If you want to lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, then make sure you send treasures from earth to heaven. And nickels and dimes will have nickels and dimes for you there. That's what Jesus said. Don't lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust corrupts. But make sure you lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Your soul is worth everything. What you do with your soul is something that you have to rethink really and invest in. You know, there are people who say, oh, I'll come once a, once in a while to the house of God. Oh, it's too far. Let me tell you this. Once you go to the grave, after the, even if you want to come, you won't be able to come. We need to be real with God. Do you value eternal life? Do you really want to change? Do you want God to work in you? Make it your business. Don't say, Lord, I want to change. I want to change. I want to change. And, and don't you say that you want to change. But never show God that you really want to change because you did not really make that effort. It's like the foolish virgins who said, Lord, Lord, let us in. Let us in. Let us in. Let us in. We really want to come. Let us in. Oh, you really want to come? you want me to let you in? Where's your oil? Don't try to bring Canadian currency, Indian currency, Australian currency, Brazilian currency, Israeli currency, whatever you collected and say, I'm going to send it to the Chase Bank here and I'm going to say, just put it the way it is. I don't believe in conversion. I'm going to go get to the bus station and say, just take this. This also looks round and that also looks round. Just the print is different. Maybe the coin may feel a little different. Maybe the material is different too, but money is money, isn't it? Can you say that? No. If you are here on this soil, American soil, then you must use American currency. If you're here in this soil, then you must abide by this law. Even from state to state, it varies, isn't it? Can we say that? Well, in New York, we do these things, but uh, in Florida, I would do the same thing I do in New York. No. Even the tolls are different many times from state to state. The laws are different. Even from city, New York City to here upstate. Not everywhere you can make a free right. No. You can say, well, in my town, I do this, so I come and do that. In the midst of New York City, well, can you do that? No. You get a ticket. You can get into an accident. If you're a citizen of heaven, make sure you abide by heaven's principles. It's important. Keep your affections on things about. Make sure you know the laws. Make sure you know the word of God. Wherever you're going, make sure you know the rules there. You want to go to heaven, make sure you know the word of God. Let me just read this one more time before we finish. Matthew 7, 24, 25. 26, and 27. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew. And beat on that house. Underline this. And it did not fall. It did not fall. It was founded on the rock. Foundation and building materials. Both are very important. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine, they have a construction too. They hear it. They hear these things. They're saying I'm building too. But if you look at them, the obedience part is lacking. They say, oh, Jesus, obeyed for me. I don't have to obey. We'll be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand because that's not what God's word says. As I said to you a few minutes ago, how God showed me satan himself how he's sending false teaching like a plague everywhere especially into the christian crowd they all think they're old praying they all think they're old reading they all think but you know what sinking sand sinking sand it doesn't come from the spirit of god it doesn't come from the spirit of god rain descended floods came winds blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was its fall God is speaking to our hearts today take time give time to God give priority to the things of God so have been saying through the Spirit of God when the time comes when we will have to depart from here. Make sure you finished all your answers. Make sure you used your time to check everything. Make sure you were able to exit Knowing that you've done the will of God. Knowing that. Now you hear him say, well done, face to face. This is very important. Time is short. Satan knows that his time is short. Do you know that? Your time is short. He knows his time is short and he's busy. Do you know that your time is short? Are you busy about your father's business? Are you busy about building your own temple here? What are you building it on? Are you building it on the solid rock? Or are you building it on the sinking sand? May God speak to our hearts today. As we close our eyes and look to the Lord God Almighty. For his hand to rest upon us. For his spirit to move upon us. Into a lifestyle that will be pleasing to Jesus. Not what I want to do. What he wants me to do. That's the key. Many on that day. Let me just take you to that scripture before we pray. Let's just go to. Matthew chapter seven verse 21 onwards. Matthew chapter seven verse 21 onwards. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of the will of my father in heaven. Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven but he who does the will of my father in heaven are you sure that you are doing the will of the father in heaven very important question you need to know that you need to know the answer to that for many will say verse 22 many will say to me in that day Lord Lord Have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. A lot of times people take these scriptures and misinterpret them not good God's word never says here first of all Jesus saying that yeah you prophesied in my name yeah yep, yep. you healed many people my name yeah. yeah you did wonders yeah you cast out demons now do you see anywhere Jesus Christ actually telling them that this is what they did do you see that here One thing we need to know, this is an established thing. If a person's life is not in alignment with the will of God, the true spirit of God alone who can perform signs and wonders will cease from operating. That's the truth. I don't care who says what. That's the truth. Clear water, fresh water, And unclean water, both, will not come from the same spring. It will not. A person who is operating in the works of the flesh cannot operate in the works of the spirit. Cannot. There's no dual life. In the life of anyone. They can do gimmicks, but not the real thing. People, because they come and say, I did this, I did that. doesn't mean that they did that. That's, that's where a lot of people go wrong. They say, oh, the Bible says that they can do this and then, no, no, no. If you're really prophesying and if you're a real prophet of God, you will stand before God and stand in the presence of God and have honorable seats in the kingdom of heaven, just like our Moses, Elijah, Abraham, Job, Paul, and many others. If you are really used by God, then you, you will be one, one among those be in the kingdom of heaven where God will say, well done, enter in. Just because someone says, oh, I use the name of Jesus and this happened, doesn't mean that. God worked through them. Have you seen healings take place in other places too where God is not working? Not the genuine healings. Demons have the capacity to To play gimmicks. Satan cannot give healing. Satan can. It's like the virus. It'll keep mutating. He'll take one pain and he'll cause another disease. They're very similar to some of the medications, right? You take medicine for one thing and you end up developing another disease. Side effects. Only God can heal fully. Healing comes from the hand of God, the word of God. God brings healing. When I say the word of God is Jesus Christ himself. That's why the stripes of Jesus and the word of God cannot be suffered because they're both one and the same. Now, when you look at these people who come to God and say, Lord, Lord, we did this. Lord, Lord, we did that. Doesn't mean that they did it. This is why Jesus beautifully, he says in verse 23, if you don't have a revelation, you will make a big mistake in here like many people do. Jesus says this here. His statement is enough. He says, depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Is prophesying in his name a lawless thing if it's a real prophecy? No. Unless the Spirit of God is working through a real prophet, True prophecies will not happen. It requires, it takes the Holy Spirit to operate in a person in order to perform signs and wonders. Who is actually working in these people? People who are practicing lawlessness, when they claim to do certain things, who is working in them? Is it the Spirit of God? No. Who is working in them? Whatever is causing them to do the lawless things, practicing lawlessness, those spirits are in operation. And Jesus says, I will declare to them, I never knew you. Never knew you. All these people used whose name? They are claiming Jesus' name. So it's very important. The Bible says even Jesus... The Bible says even Satan fears the name of Jesus. Satan knows the word of God. He brought that to Jesus. Satan even trembles at the name of Jesus. We need to understand this. Verses like these don't represent real ministry. They represent counterfeit ministry people who use the name of God for their own gain what do they do? they operate it through the spirit demonic spirit, spirits of lies when they say certain things they actually act like they're doing something but they're actually binding the people with thicker ropes they release them in one area and they bind them in another area That's what it is. Jesus is addressing that here. He says, yeah, I saw what you did. This is what you did. Get away from me. Get away from me. Very important. Where you are and who you follow is very important. Not everyone who sings praise and worship is going to go to heaven. I've also seen this. As we ministered in many, many places, over 35 states, many places they lift their hands and they sing. As I ventured there, the Lord told me, have them. Their hands down a Stench coming up on us. Stench coming out of their mouths. We need to be very careful. Demons dance in those places. Yeah, they sing praise and worship. Yeah. Yes, they do. You call you called that counterfeit. Those who listen to these counterfeit things will also fall into those traps because delusion will set in. God is speaking to our hearts today. Not everyone. And Jesus following this says this. You know who will actually enter in? The wise people. The people who hear the word of God and they do it. They are the people. Who will enter in. They will truly perform signs and wonders. Like Apostle Paul did. Like Apostle Peter did. They will have high seats of honor in heaven. Because they did damage to the devil. They did damage to the kingdom of darkness. Yes they did. For every person who is healed. Satan has lost them. For every person who is saved. Satan has lost them. They've done a lot of damage to the kingdom of darkness. For every person who is delivered. They've done a lot of damage to the kingdom of darkness to those who are the counterfeit party. Those who belong to that false group are the people who built their structure. It looked just like the other structure, but it's on the sand. It's not like that. The construction may look similar, but it's not the exact same thing. And when the rain comes, it'll show. When the storm comes, it'll show. The end of the day. The end of the day. Jesus. You fake. You fake. You're not real. You liar. You're not real. Casting out demons in God's name. And if the real demons went out. The kingdom of God comes there. That's not deeds of lawlessness. No. Doing. And wonders. Generally in the name of Jesus. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. That's not deeds of lawlessness. It's not. They were operating. By something else. It's important for us to know where we're going, what we're doing, what we're giving our ear to, what we're giving our hands to, what we're giving our head to. Be very careful. As the Spirit of the Lord has spoken to us today, everybody's clock is ticking. Every day we go one step closer towards our eternity. Make sure you prepare for that. Every day you're closing... One chapter of your life. Which is never going to be open. Until the day of judgment. Make sure. When you close that chapter. You close it. Having done the will of God. Because after that. You can't go and do anything with it. If you want to live. A life. That will be like this. Wise man. Or like the wise virgins. Make sure you give time to building that which is necessary now. Make sure you give time for your soul. Make sure you make that your priority. Make sure, make sure, make sure. But time comes you don't know and I don't know. When our clock must stop, make sure you've done the will of God. Every single day, make sure you've done the will of God. You will never be ashamed on that day. If you know that you're doing the will of God every single day, then on that day, Jesus will look at you and he'll say, well done, good and faithful servant. Cause that's what he's been saying every day while you're alive. Satan knows that his, Satan knows that his time is short. Do you know that your time is short? Do you know that your time has been measured? Do you know that your days have been measured? People who were there yesterday are not there today. We who are here today may not be there tomorrow. But one thing we know, we're not going to be here forever. And whatever time we have is still limited time. Prepare. Prepare. Make sure you build on this rock, don't be lazy. Don't be lazy to build on that rock. Don't be lazy to use good materials to build because your future, your eternity depends on that. Shall we to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you, Lord, for giving us this time to be in your presence. Thank you for your spirit who is moving in our midst. Lord, I thank you for the call that comes every single day. The call to be chosen. I pray may every single one here have the wisdom to choose that which is pleasing to God to build their lives on that solid rock. That their lives may never be the same again. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Pray, may this word that you have given to your people may cause them, Father, to not rest until they apply it so that they become wise workers will not be put to shame keep them from every spirit of lie keep them from every foreign sheep's living protect your people father lord may each have a goal and may the goal be you lord I pray that you will bless this house of God and all those who are here father our people I pray that you will touch every single one bless them lord cause them to be people who are built upon the rock, the Lord Jesus Christ. May they know the value of obedience to the voice of the Holy Spirit and obey, and thereby live. With this blessing, I bless them with, Father, as you serve in standing in the presence of God, before the throne of God, According to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God and bless your people with the blessing that you alone can bless them with, that their lives may prosper with the true prosperity that comes from the Father, that so they may be heavenly minded and not be frivolous in their thinking or in their living. That their lives may reflect the life of the Savior while he was on earth. That each one focus on building themselves on the most holy faith. That their labor may be in you and not in vain. I thank you, Father, for doing this in Jesus' most precious name. I pray. Amen. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now, not until we see Jesus face to face. Amen.